Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Straight Up Mom, a podcast of us three moms and all the shit we go through. So today we're getting into pregnancy. We're going to talk about things that we love, things that we didn't like. Um, There's so much to talk about. I think it will be a two-part video. Yeah. Um, So why don't we start with our first trimester? Yeah, I think we should break it into trimesters. So again, before we start, we're going to just get into a disclaimer that we are in no way medical, medical professionals. Everything we're talking about is really just our experiences and our opinions. Uh, so does anybody want to start? I mean, probably Carissa should take this one away because you <laughs> suffered the most. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I had a lot of morning sickness from day one. I guess the minute I found out I was pregnant, I was hanging over the toilet bowl, throwing up. Um, it got pretty bad. I think like for like a week is pretty gross, but for like a week I couldn't even brush my teeth because anytime I brush my teeth, I'd throw up after. That's a real thing because I didn't suffer from morning sickness at all, but. I remember the one time I did throw up, it was from brushing my teeth. Uh, I don't know if it's something like with the toothpaste or just, I guess, maybe your gag reflex. But I mean, I mean, you're brushing like so close to like the uvula and all that, right? So, yeah. and I think like I changed my toothbrush, I changed my, t- my toothpaste, like I tried so many different things in hopes that it would make it better. sorry you changed your vitamins too eh your prenatal at one point because you thought it was that i thought it was my vitamins so i changed my vitamins i it got so bad to the point that i had to go to the pharmacy and get medication i can't even tell you what it was called right now but um, like over the counter yeah oh okay to to help with the morning sickness personally i don't think it did anything Mm. um did you you find it made it worse or do you find it helped a little bit or just nothing 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 Nothing. Nothing. okay i feel so wishful thinking and you were like sick almost your whole pregnancy right like yeah. besides maybe a bit in the middle yeah i mean we'll get into it but i like they call second trimester like the honeymoon, the honeymoon phase where your symptoms kind of reduce but for me i was sick all throughout yeah um it's so bad which is you. it's funny because i mean me and Cass have totally different experiences i had no morning sickness i mean besides from like the few other symptoms i would not have known i was pregnant and there was times that i even questioned it i'm like am i actually pregnant because you kind of like assume that morning sickness is the must-have to prove you're pregnant but i remember you went for like an ultrasound and you're like oh i took a pregnancy test i'm like kayla you just sent me an ultrasound picture like you know you're pregnant i was a chronic tester <laughs> it's because you didn't feel like you didn't like why like i got i had morning sickness too like quite a bit like i puked quite a few times i puked in the car that was fun i puked puked on the side of the road that was fun too um and but for me like when i when you get the flu like it's not fun puking like nobody likes to puke right but it's so weird because like i almost like was happy to be nauseous because it like confirmed that i was pregnant and when you're so early on in your pregnancy the first trimester the only thing you really have are those pregnancy symptoms to tell you you're pregnant yeah that's like so in the true. second and third trimester you have movement or like you have a belly like you have other things to like and at that point a lot of times you have the um ultrasounds and like the heartbeat you hear yeah. the heartbeat so like there's confirmation of your pregnancy but in the beginning beginning it's literally just your symptoms so i remember puking and being like oh my god like i'm puking because i'm pregnant <laughs> like this is so fun like it was so weird like it was- see i was the opposite i think because i was working i was like no i can't afford to be sick yeah. I was like, I have stuff to do today. I need to get up and go, and I can't be sitting here brushing my teeth ten times today because I, I can't. Yeah, I was also very fortunate because I was um, first pregnant, like my first trimester, I was really at home. It was during the original the, lockdown, so mm-hmm. I was home. So I guess that also helped yeah. a lot. I was able to sleep whenever I wanted. 
I was like, I could say I was a a little bit nauseous, but like, I'm not sure if that was me like tricking myself into believing I was nauseous. Mm -hmm. Like I said, trying to like find a reason. Like, oh yeah. Your ghost symptoms, right? Yeah. It's like when you're trying to get pregnant, all of a sudden like, oh, I'm definitely, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But there's like a lot of weird symptoms. What did you guys have? Um like but mine weren't weird like mine were very typical like i had the yeah. heartburn but that was more in the later late like um trimesters did you was, guys have the nosebleeds i had a nosebleeds yeah that was nosebleeds that surprised bad. me yeah i remember we were like driving home well i was driving home alone and i was i don't know i felt something on my nose so like i wiped my nose and i'm like oh there's like blood everywhere and i'm like oh, i never get nosebleeds and all of a sudden not this is one thing that no one ever really talks about like i yeah. didn't even know that was a symptom yeah or and something. i've i've i never had nosebleeds before like i mm. maybe one in my life and i remember i woke up at like three or four in the morning at one point and i had just like touched my nose or something because it was bugging me or like maybe i sniffled and all of a sudden my nose just started gushing that was like and it wasn't just a, like a small nosebleed they were like intense yeah. gushing like, blood like there was a time that i was like how is this much blood coming out of my nose yeah. like it gets scary almost. it does yeah. yeah did you guys experience especially in the first trimester and then the last one like i had to pee so often yeah <laughs> like i know it's a cliche and everyone like knows about it but like i would like i always thought like you have to pee a lot because you're like your baby's pushing on your, on bladder, your bladder which yeah. is true in the last trimester but in the beginning, you for some expecting. reason, you have to pee a lot. I, mean, you I guys wonder why know that my, is. You guys know my story. I, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> there was a time that we could hang out without you bringing a spare pair of pants. I still, like, even to this day, I'm like, I feel like I should have another extra, <laughs> an extra pair. That is one thing that you only understand once you become either a mom or pregnant is the uncontrollable bladder. Yeah. Like, when I sneeze, my knees go together now. Like that's yeah. It. Like yeah. you cross your legs. <laughs> cross your legs. Oh my gosh. That was that was one thing. Honestly, the one weird weird symptom I have, and like I haven't met anybody who has the same experience, is uh, I experience vision loss. Like oh, I remember you saying yeah. Quite often, like my peripheral vision would go off, and it would last about thirty minutes. Like and I couldn't see like the sides. I was really like kind of like a horse with blinders. I think that happened to you when I first got pregnant and I remember you telling me I'm like I'm not looking forward to that I'm like that better not happen to me it was like honestly it was really terrifying at one point because I was like I wouldn't connect it to pregnancy because it's not something and and I wonder now because I know I was diagnosed with preeclampsia later on in my pregnancy maybe a play maybe that was part of it but that is part of like that is a symptom to preeclampsia but I didn't have it at that stage of my pregnancy so I wonder if it was all a marker growing into it because not many people like have that and it's not something you see on google and there was one time actually where i was at work and i couldn't leave work because like i was fully like i just saw black like very blurry i couldn't even drive i had to sit there and like it wasn't a migraine it was really just my vision was gone and that like scared me quite a bit that was something that uh i was not expecting i wonder if that's like not common obviously because i've never heard of that before but like if that's happened to anyone let us know yeah let yeah us know let us that's know, happening please. because because right now i'm feeling like i'm the only one and even google doesn't have that many people so that's <laughs> so weird all right let's jump into the fun part of pregnancy which is the food oh. <laughs> and our cravings and indulging mm-hmm. <laughs> let's go by tri- like trimester i guess you could say because yeah. my cravings changed throughout my pregnancy in the very very beginning like when i first first found out i was pregnant the first few weeks for some weird reason all i wanted was like candy like from my childhood so like blow pops like those big like lollipops or like baby bottle pops or like things you wouldn't think of buying now yeah which is funny because 
I mean, you have a son, right? Yeah. And they say that sweets are more for girl. Um, and you, like, I had a lot of salty cravings. Like, yeah. I liked salt and vinegar chips, anything like with, like, a lot of salt. So, which is true to the boy. Mm-hmm. Whereas for you, it was the opposite. And it's weird because, like, anyone who knows me, I love chips. Like, I could eat an entire bag of chips. During my pregnancy, None. couldn't eat it. Like, I was not into it at all. It's funny that you mentioned chips. Like, I hate salt and vinegar chips. But the minute I found out I was pregnant, that's what I wanted. Which is the same thing. So and you, you I remember we were, like, at a barbecue or whatever, and I'm eating the salt and vinegar chips. And Vincent's like, why are you eating that? And I'm like, I don't know, but it's kind of good. <laughs> <laughs> Something I've never wanted to eat before. And all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, so for me, in the like, the first trimester, I would say, was, like, candy. And then the second trimester was, like, Kojak's. Like, Ooh. I don't know if Kojak's is just a Montreal thing, but, oh, my God, it's so good. I had that in my third trimester. I wanted oh. uh, souvlaki. Yeah, like, oh, my gosh. It's for so me, good. For me, it was McDonald's poutine, which, who goes to McDonald's and gets a poutine? But I was obsessed with them. Like, it's, you know what it is? McDonald's poutine's, like, so bad that it's good. Yeah, that's probably <laughs> it. And I remember going to my mom's house, and I brought poutine, and my little sister was like, who eats McDonald's poutine? And I'm like, I'm real. telling you. <laughs> this is it like yeah this, this is, is where it's great at. like forget big macs forget all that mcdonald's poutine yeah and now my sister's obsessed with poutine <laughs> that's so funny um yeah and then in my third trimester was anything cold yeah, like i, I wanted like mcflurries yeah. or like an ice cold coke or like ice water like i just wanted anything that was like really really cold and i'm like justifying i'm like oh it's not me that wants the ice cream. It's the baby. <laughs> baby yeah you're eating for two right? uh, anytime vincent would be like oh you don't need that I'd be like you're depriving your daughter and then he'd be like oh okay yeah. i overindulged a lot yeah during my pregnancy um so it was a lot of junk food for me that was like a lot of my thing and i like i think back now and like do i regret it probably not because like i don't want to look back at my pregnancy yeah, i'm and still be, eating like, junk food so yeah was it really pregnancy <laughs> and so for me it was a lot of like snacks and um i was obsessed with like timbits um things like that like really just junk i wasn't but then oddly so anybody who knows me knows i'm not a salad person i don't eat salad at all uh and strangely enough i did have like a couple weeks where i was like i really just wanted salads and i was eating salads do you think that was more like you wanted to be healthy for the baby or do you think it was more like you were craving it you know what it may have been like thinking back it may have been after i gained about 40 pounds at this point (laughs) and i was starting to think like okay no something i'm doing is wrong so maybe i should it could have been but it was also like i remember because i'm terrible like like i said i don't eat salad so i remember calling my mom and like mom can you make me a salad i'll pick it up before work tomorrow and she's like you can't make a salad and i'm like i don't know what to do i don't know how to put it in there you know you can go like buy it at the store for three dollars right like pre-made salads yeah but it was something about mom's salad that was like it was gonna be so good and i just had like and i've never eaten my mom's salad because i don't like salad but it was like sure all she makes is like regular caesar salad that's exactly what it was a regular caesar (laughs) salad it was a regular caesar salad and i threw in tuna Ew. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, that's so gross. That was probably one of my weird things. And like I ate that for like a couple days where that was something that like I was like obsessed with. Oh my gosh. Did you have anything that was weird, Trista? I mean, not really weird. I mean I I love pickles and I think I maybe had one too many while. Okay, so you were the cliche. Yeah, Yeah. I was really the cliche was. Were you dipping them in peanut butter? No, but I did have a moment where I was like, you guys remember the um cheese whiz? Okay, yeah. Oh my like gosh, the, you did not dip it in cheese. No, but I really wanted to. 
I really uh, want to. And I remember Vincent like looking at me. He's like, I will divorce you. Like, <laughs> you doing it? I'm like, but like, it can't be bad. Like, like together? Yeah. I don't know. Try it now and let us know. Yeah, yeah I probably know. wouldn't try it. Now. <laughs> if anybody's tried it, let us know. Please. Yeah. <laughs> She's whiz and pickles. Mm. Did you guys have any aversions? Because personally, I wasn't like turned off by anything really. I was. Mia was chicken in the beginning of the pregnancy and i love chicken it's like one of the only meats i really eat guess Sorry, the guys, from lincoln. That's, uh, that's that's lincoln one second so i know she, Cass was saying she didn't eat chicken mia wasn't really not wanting to eat uh, not liking something but it was more like i'd bring a lunch to work and then be like oh i don't feel like having this anymore yeah like changing your mind yeah you were like yeah. this morning i was like so happy to have like whatever i brought for lunch and then come lunch i'm like mm. Maybe I'll go get something else. Yeah. Probably souvlaki, but... Yeah, I wasn't... I can't remember any, like, really adversions I had. So, for me, like, I had some cravings, but nothing crazy. Yeah, sorry. So, mine was chicken. I just, like, I could not... Like, the thought of chicken was so gross to me. But, like I said, I didn't have, like, major, like, food aversions. It was more, like, things that I usually really, really like. Like, I was not interested in at all. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. That's that's pretty normal. Um, Do you guys want to talk about the harmony test? Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. That's one yeah. thing that we all, all three of us did within what the first which I, week ten. I, I kind of laughed because I was like dead set on it. I mean, a part of it had to do to I, I mean, I did really want a specific gender. I was really keen on having a boy, so it did have to do a lot with the gender. But also, what's interesting is that you le- know a lot about health wise with that test, and important stuff like trisomy yeah. eighteen and nineteen. So, I jumped on that right away, and I remember Carissa, like not like judging me in any way but just being like why so early like why are you obsessed with knowing the gender it's because i think i didn't want to know my gender right yeah i was dead set i'm gonna find out the gender when they come out so the harmony test is a simple blood test it's like pretty Pretty quick honestly i walked in and i was out within 10 minutes um i did pay for a private clinic so i got i think we all went to the same clinic Mm -hmm. so the results for us were about a week but standard if you go with your doctor it's about two weeks i believe and but i think it's also a different test that's possible there's correct there's me yeah there is a gender and then there's one without okay yeah one goes deeper into like the genetic aspect okay i don't know if you guys know let, let us, us know. know maybe we can we all went to the same private clinic yeah because um, i remember like my midwives were like oh you have two options mm-hmm. so i know that there's two different kinds it's just a matter like i don't know specifically yeah but maybe if when you guys but can educate us then we'll cover this like more intensely that was something that i really uh don't regret doing in any way it was a bit on the pricier side because uh, my it's insurance not, covered it mine mine too mm-hmm. as well but um and that was a big thing that honestly it wasn't the reason why because I, I wasn't expecting it but when i was speaking to somebody at work he's like no our insurance covers private blood test so i, I threw it out there and i i think i only ended up paying i mean the original price is around almost six hundred dollars yeah, five fifty or something open the file yeah. exactly and it came into being uh, oh, just under $100. So I think for, for that, it was pretty pretty decent and it was worth it because there's a lot of things that you can find out. Like, I mean, Tresme 18 and 19 are very serious. So that's something that you would want to know early on, in my opinion. For sure. I think the reason I ended up doing the, the genetics testing was one to find out about genetic issues that I wanted to know before the 20-week anatomy yeah um also because of the pandemic um the husbands and boyfriends weren't allowed to come to our ultrasounds 
So I felt like it was a little bit more difficult for Vincent to build a connection. Yeah. So I thought by finding out the gender that maybe it would give him like something to hold on to. Which it did. That made it more real. Which yeah, yeah, for sure it did. Things changed. That was a big turning point for for Vincent where like it wasn't just I'm having a baby. It's I'm having a daughter. Yeah. And uh, that's something like I do respect the people that could wait. Me personally, I could never wait. I I'm like I'm not a planner, but I love being able to like get ready for things. So, see, I'm a huge planner, but I had hoped that, like, I'd be able to get gender-neutral things. Yeah, see, I'm not into the gender-neutral. I mean, like, I... I There's see, not much out there, that's th- for But sure. that's my point. I mean, if you're doing gender-neutral, it's very limited. You're doing yellows. Grays. Grays. Or black and white. That's it. And I didn't want that, so I, I wanted to know very early on. Sorry, guys. Lincoln is, uh... <laughs> <laughs> He's occupying me, but, um... Yeah, it's definitely something to look into. I'm really glad that I did it personally. Um, But it was also something that, like, Danny and I had discussed, like, what happens if, like, you know, the if question. And um, it was definitely a scary feeling waiting for the results. But I'm glad I did it when I did. Like, just knowing, having that comfort and knowing and obviously like anything can happen in pregnancy right yeah like at any point at any point which is something that we can like go into now i think we've got a question about that so yeah it's like one of one of the questions that you guys asked us was what is the worst part of pregnancy in your opinion maybe chris it's a bit different but (laughs) (laughs) um and it's really it's the unknown it's like yeah you're not guaranteed like a lot of things they say the 12 week and then you're safe but you're not guaranteed a baby until you're leaving the hospital with your like and even then things could happen after yeah like people who have brought babies home unfortunately yeah infant loss you know like it's it's a real thing so people think that oh that 12 week mark and then i'm i'm in the clear but that's not the case always i mean there's late loss pregnancy Mm -hmm. there's uh stillbirth Mm -hmm. complications during labor i still worry like i'll leave her with like me too yeah yeah or something my mom is she okay like but i guess that's being a mom you you will always worry for the rest of your life right that's it my mom said something like exactly like that when i first got pregnant because i said i was worried right because i wasn't sure i didn't have many symptoms and she goes today starts worrying and you worry for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. She's like, it doesn't stop. When they're out late with their friends yeah, and they're not calling exactly. you. She's like, you're going to worry for the rest of your life as a mom. Yeah. And that's definitely what it is. Yeah. And so it's just like the adjustment when you're pregnant. And like, that's the worst part is you're like, I remember going to my first ultrasound. I guess it was like eight or it was nine weeks. It was nine weeks. And, uh, and, um, sorry. Thinking, it's like, <laughs> um, yeah, so it was nine weeks. And I remember that morning going on like on my way in that morning I said if this is my last morning with you like I just want to capture this moment because I was so scared to go and not see a heartbeat that I remember thinking to myself like I want to enjoy every single moment god forbid something like which it's so it's sad because it kind of robs a bit of your pregnancy but it is a real fear and it's justified do you remember going to your your first ultrasound and I mean I think Dan was allowed to your first ultrasound. Yeah, right? we were lucky. Yeah, for yeah. for both Kayla and I, we weren't allowed. Mine to. was over Facetime. Yeah, mine. Yeah. I have a screen lucky. recording. Thank God. <laughs> I made well, Vincent come. He had to sit this. in the car. But yeah. like, I, knew, I remember we got like I went and I laid down, and my only thought is, you know, we were unsure if we wanted to be in this situation. But now that I'm here, I can't imagine not being here. Yeah. And yeah. the minute you see like 
the shape of the baby. Oh my gosh, I was so like my first ultrasound. You see the hand wave. It's the oh, oh that was so wild. To that me. was wild. Yeah, yeah. like see, you see the baby move, but you do not feel it you, at no. all. And like the um, the technician was like, yeah, like that's your baby moving. And I was like, he like, or well, I didn't know the gender, but I was like, oh my god, the baby's moving. Like how? I don't how? feel anything, you know. But it's because they're so small. For me, yeah. it was the the little flicker on the screen, of, like the, the heartbeat. heartbeat. Yeah. That was like it is like I just me and Danny just cried. So we yeah. didn't. I I heard the heartbeat at my doctor's appointment after. They you waited. Can't, you yeah, can't hear for safety reasons. Yeah. She said they wait until about sixteen weeks. Yeah. So I heard it at the doctor's appointment, and that too. I remember. I like I got choked up. I was like tearing up. I'm like, whoa! Of all the things, like you don't expect it. No, to make, not well, at all. I mean you do, but to make as much of an impact as it does. Yeah, it's a exactly. lot. It's one of those things you don't know until you're there. Exactly, and you really like that's that to me was a huge moment of like seeing that was probably one of the best moments in pregnancy to be honest is that first ultrasound and every ultrasound afterwards i was lucky that i got to do more than the average two yeah because like we'll get into it but eliza was measuring bigger than than the average baby so they were monitoring her size so i got to do a lot of like ultrasounds where they got to like see how big she was getting and and that was was one thing i mean Cass will understand because um, me and you both have the same doctor yeah. whereas Cass chose midwife so at my 12 week appointment my doctor has the a smaller ultrasound machine in her office and so I got a, it wasn't this, the big hospital one but it was it was not, I still got to see the baby mm-hmm. whereas for Cass she got the standard beginning and the 20 week and I believe you had one more because of I requested it usually yeah. midwives don't do a late um, ultrasound but I requested that I wanted to have one yeah for those of you who are doing the midwife, uh, you can request the extra ultrasound. I yeah, think you can. For us, we could, no? The th- they say there has to be, for us, there has to be a reason. Okay. Yeah. Because for Medicare, it technically only covers two ultrasounds. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, you can always go private. There's tons of options for private ultrasounds. Like, my midwife was like, you don't need it. But she's like, if it'll make you feel more comfortable. Because at that point, when you're 30-something weeks, you haven't seen your baby in, like, a while you know weeks. so so it's like i was like i just want to like i just want to see him i want to make sure he's like growing well and like everything's good and healthy and you're also going based off i mean the midwife is telling you the baby flipped like, yeah i mean and i'm sure they know what they're talking about i yeah. would never discredit them but how do you you want to have that i just i just wanted to have a peace of mind like yeah. i wanted to experience like another ultrasound which sounds like awful but yeah but it's special and yeah. especially coming from your point where we're both getting tons of ultrasounds and we're sharing yeah. them with you and, and I was like, I want one too. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, we'll get into um, like another episode about the difference between midwives and yeah, th- doctors. Yeah, that's be a, a full topic. Yeah, yeah, because we can go for a long time in that. Um, what else are we supposed to cover here? I mean, I think we should kind of get into weight gain. Oh, oh yes. Yeah, that was a big one. Because oh, yes. uh, that's something a lot of people suffer with. Yes. Me personally, I started off pregnancy at... I was skinny i was uh, 110 pounds i was on the lower end and i did struggle with gaining weight prior to pregnancy and i was i was used to it you know i was fine with my body it didn't bother me so when i went to my doctor's appointments and i think the first four months i, I didn't gain really maybe a pound here two pounds so i was like expecting to have the picture perfect 25 to 30 pound weight gain until my fourth m- month and then i gained 10 pounds in a month and I kind of justified it by saying like, oh, I didn't gain previous months. It's fine. And then the fifth month, another 10 pounds, six months, another 10 pounds. And it was like nonstop 10 pounds consistently. 
And I remember once going and I was like, she's like, oh yeah, you gained five pounds. And I was so happy because I was like, oh, it's just five pounds. And then I realized that I'm doing two week appointments now. So I'm like, <laughs> it's going to be another 10 pounds this month. Five like, pounds in two weeks. Yeah. You don't realize how fast the weight gets put on, right? Yeah. Like, And they did sit, tell me that because I was skinny before, my body was kind of compensating for that. Yeah. But I mean, my total weight gain in my pregnancy and, you know, like no shame. I'm just going to put it out there. was 60 pounds, uh, mm-hmm. which is a lot. It seemed like a lot because you start like you started so so low. I guess like 110 pounds is like nothing, right? Yeah. So I it's feel also like- your, it could be your body just holding on to all the nutrients it can. Right? Yeah. I had a lot of water, which I'll get into in my labor story. So that also didn't help. Yeah. I had a lot of water retention and stuff, but I mean I did walk out of the hospital like a decent amount lower. I'll get into that also in my labor, but it's still like. I remember like feeling pretty shitty about myself a couple times like just well you said you cried right like a few times oh like honestly after every appointment like another 10 pounds yeah like I probably towards the drive home like I cried a little bit to myself and more like and this is gonna be a rational fear but like and I mean like I've asked Chris about it and it never bothered him but it's like is he still attracted to me being this much heavier like I mean and it's a beautiful thing pregnancy but it's a real fear yeah I think that was one thing I really I struggled with too was my weight um, I lost my goal weight right before I get pregnant. And then yeah. when I got pregnant, every time I go to the doctor's appointment, they're like, okay, you gained this much. That's great. This is great. And then I just kept gaining. And the doctor was like, oh, that's perfect. That's what we want to see. But I'm sitting there going, well, that's not what I want to see. I'm like, I've just worked so hard to see the numbers go down. And now you're telling me it's great that they're going up. Yeah. And I remember like, it was really difficult for me to accept. And even now, like the after effect like we'll get into like the stretch marks and stuff but the long lasting effects effects of pregnancy, of, of pregnancy yeah. afterwards but see Cass she was like the ideal I, I was I was very very lucky like I I made like I um sorry I was home most of my pregnancy so I was like I had a lot of time to work out and eat well and you were doing handstands yeah i was doing handstands till like seven eight months pregnant which i was a gymnast my whole life like i know how to do a handstand and like it is safe if you know what you're doing um so don't come at me but um (laughs) (laughs) yeah like i was really lucky i only gained 29 pounds but like looking back like i say to danny i'm like i kind of wish i indulged more than i did you were more on the conscious i was yeah i was super like I was very aware of how much I was gaining. Like I was weighing myself every day, which to some extent is not healthy. Like you have yeah. to enjoy your pregnancy too. Like there's there's a happy medium of like indulging and like and overindulging. And, and overindulging, yeah. right? It's funny that so. I think both of you guys were weighing yourself so often to this day. I still can't tell you how much weight I exactly gained throughout pregnancy because it reached a point where it was You didn't want to know. It was upsetting me so much that yeah. I didn't want to know. So she, the nurse weighs you and I would stop looking and I I got to a point I was like, "Can you just not I didn't weigh myself at home I waited for my appointments and I remember the, the nurse laughed her she was laughing at me sorry so I get there and I take off my flip-flops to stand <laughs> on to the scale and she's like why are you taking off your shoes I'm like it's extra weight oh, yeah. she's like, they're flip-flops I'm like it's an extra point something <laughs> yeah like no every- I definitely like took off my boots or whatever yeah. just to get everything to counts now yeah you know? but I think what we should do here is we should stop Jump into some questions that the our listener sent us because I want to get into answering those for them. Yeah, we got a few good questions. Yeah, we got honestly some really, and it's nice that you guys interacted with us because it's things that we didn't think about. Yeah, that 
So how about <laughs> how about I ask the questions and you guys can maybe answer them? Yeah. yeah. So one of our friends sent in, how did we feel about people touching our bellies during pregnancy? That is a really good question because I think pre-COVID, it was a bigger issue. Yeah. People didn't respect your space. Um, so I was pregnant pre, like right in the pandemic. And obviously like people were more conscious of your space and washing their hands. And so I think a lot of people just automatically respected that. And also I wasn't going out because like stores were closed, restaurants and things. Mm-hmm. So it really restricted it to like close circles and work. Yeah, and like I, most of my pregnancy, I was home like we we, like we were in lockdown like full-blown for most of my pregnancy so i didn't have very really i didn't like experience that i would say it's funny because i feel like that's something that would really bother me i like my own personal space um the only people who really touched my belly regularly was like my good friend Mm -hmm. which at that point like oh it's okay um that didn't bother me so much i think what bothers me it's more now that she's born and people just love babies and they want to like touch their toes and everything yeah yeah i've noticed that, that too. Drives like me strangers nuts. coming up to him yeah. and touching him that, but that um like. yeah like i know one of my friends like she she used to say like oh, i hate like i hated when my mother-in-law would come over and like she would touch my belly like without consent or whatever i can relate to that because even close family i wasn't crazy about them just going right for my belly like yeah I think because I mean Kayla and I have a family full of women who've had tons of babies that they kind of understand to like kind of keep their distance with that like I didn't have like my mom never came and she touched my belly it was everybody trying to feel the kicks yeah and I'm like I get it Mm -hmm. but this is my moment (laughs) yeah well it's also like it makes it stressful because like they don't always kick they don't just kick all day long so then you feel like you're letting them down or something you know we'll get into it more next episode but i had an interior placenta so i didn't feel much movement so if i barely felt the movement you definitely weren't going to feel the movement yeah exactly that was a good question thanks for yeah um another question is how did we go about sleeping oh so i sleep (laughs) (laughs) yeah um yeah (laughs) i am a stomach sleeper so So you must you struggled probably so it was pretty rough and I remember getting this pregnancy pillow and originally I hated it. It was huge. It took up majority of the bed. Already I shared the bed with Callie, Chris, and when I say share the bed, like Callie's half on my pillow most of the night. So adding a pregnancy pillow, it was it was tight. And originally I was like, I, I hate it, but towards the end I needed it. Like mm-hmm. and I because I wasn't naturally sleeping on my side and I would tend to t- turn on my back. And I mean my doctor would say, like, oh don't sleep on your back either. Um, so I feel like it was a lot of pressure and I, for me, it was the nighttime wake ups to pee. Yeah. yeah. I, oh my God. You're awake now. Every, to fall back to sleep. at least a good like hour and a half and then I'm up ready to pee. Yeah. yeah. Ready to pee. And that was like, really it's so hard. annoying. So you just want to sleep. You're and so like, tired. You're like preparing yourself cause you're like, once the baby comes. Yeah. I used to say that too. I'd be like, it's a good prep for the baby. <laughs> yeah. No, it's worse. It <laughs> and none of you used a pregnancy pillow, right? No, no, I actually just used a regular pillow. Um, okay. Pregnant, I mean, I didn't want to take up the entire bed. Um, I just took a regular pillow and just put it between my legs. Yeah, I did that I sometimes. That. I'm really lucky. And for those of you who are like looking to get pregnant or whatever, if you're a side sleeper, especially your left side, like you're golden. Yeah. yeah. That's a, So I, I sleep on my left side and that's the, the best, they say the best way to sleep yeah. when you're pregnant. So for me, like I didn't struggle with sleeping at all, but I'm, but I was waking up constantly to go pee. Which, so 
and I want to ask you guys because now, so now that I'm not pregnant anymore, and I haven't been for a while. I still now sleep on my side. It's like yeah. I, my yeah. mind has tricked it. I don't know about you. But. It's so bad because like we'll get into it, but like like the last few nights we've been co-sleeping, so Eliza sleeps between Vincent and I. But I'm so used to sleeping on my my left side, so like yeah. my back is to her. And you can. So mm-hmm. now I'm like already i struggled to get from my back while pregnant to the side and now i have to like awkwardly face the other side yeah so yeah it's, it's still not comfortable would you guys have any like suggestions for people who are pregnant or like i would suggest a pregnancy pillow i mean th- it is, that helped yeah. you it is like a bit of on the pricier side but it's not something that's gone to waste after like, if you can't yeah. do the pregnancy pillow get a regular multiple pillow, pillows multiple like pillows put them between like, like i said i just did the regular pillow i didn't want mm-hmm. all the space in my bed to be taken up and i was it was great and uh, don't drink a lot of water before, before bed. bed. Yeah. Yeah. And don't sit there going, oh, if I go back to sleep, it's going to go away. No, 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 it's not. Yeah. You got to pee. Get up, yeah. go. Just get up, just pee, go. and get it over with. Um, okay, we'll do one last question since we have a few. Maybe we'll. And then we'll wrap it up for... and maybe throw it into the next episode. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so the last question here is what was the best part of your pregnancy? So I think I actually said it before. Uh, the best part of my pregnancy was uh, feeling him kick. That was like, and I feel like that's the cliche. That's everybody's favorite part about it. But until you're either a mom or pregnant, that feeling is like none other. And also the ultrasounds, getting yeah. to see him. The twenty week ultrasound, I teared up. That was an emotional. Yeah, one. that was emotional. Cause like you see them at like eight weeks when they're like next to nothing, and then you see them at twenty weeks and like, oh, it's, it's a, a baby. baby. It's a yeah. full baby. So like you see the entire outline. You see the move in. What was yeah. your best moment? Because I know you didn't. You didn't have an easy pregnancy. Um, I think because I had the anterior placenta, which means you don't feel a lot of movement because your placenta is in the front blocking it. I think the movements. Anytime I felt a movement, I was like, oh. You there know, were days that you didn't feel her very often. Yeah, I'll get into a next episode. But yeah. I, there was some days I ended up in the hospital because I didn't know what was happening. We didn't feel her for a couple hours. Okay. This is gonna be so, like maybe bad to say but whatever don't judge me um i love my favorite part was like looking pregnant does that like that, is that weird honestly, no like i loved how i looked like yeah. i thought my belly like i just thought i looked so beautiful you, like you i had, like the perfect bump though like, <laughs> yeah. you were I, w- I was honestly pregnancy for me was like glorious like I have a horrible baby, which is helpful to say. <laughs> I mean, I love him to death, but he's not the easiest baby. So I got an easy pregnancy and the hard baby. But um, yeah, I just loved like the f- like just being pregnant. being pregnant. I just yeah. loved it. Well, you've which, said before you'd be a surrogate. Oh, I would be a surrogate. Yeah. Any day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's wrap it up here because yeah. we have so much more to talk about in this topic. But we'll make a part two for you yeah, guys. If you have any episode. questions send them in we love answering them we love hearing from you guys we got such good feedback from the first episode of conception which was so nice thanks for reaching out guys and we um, love that you, like, just you guys like writing in and telling us like oh i experienced the same thing yeah it doesn't have to be a question but just let us know because for that it, it making, really gives us a reason why we're making fun of our husbands yeah <laughs> definitely it's a good thing mine hasn't heard the first episode yet <laughs> <laughs> all right so do you guys want to add anything else or no, Are we good? We're, we're good. Second episode. There's so much to unpack. All right. So this is Michaela, Carissa, and Sandra, and this is Straight Up Mom. Shh.